we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for January 6, 2020. And we're going to continue, and, and this is more laying the foundation for this conversation about World War um, Three, because, you know, when all this news started breaking, I even fell into the whole thing about, oh, this Soleimani guy, you know, he had it coming and... and and Trump did the right, I mean, I was falling into it, I admit it, because I was only looking at like the one, and, and again, that's all I was getting from alternative media, mostly. Then I started looking at it a little bit further, and I'm like seeing all these other things come up that we're getting into now. Remember, it's all a theater, we're, we're, what we're dealing with here. This is a theater. Trump is an actor. He's playing his part, okay? He's controlled by the Rothschilds, but he's a... He's an agent of the Rothschilds and has been for decades. So regardless of if, if he even doesn't want to do this, he's being forced to do this because his handlers are demanding it of him. Okay, And he surrounded himself with total warmongering, warhawk types of people in his cabinet, and Pompeo and these types. And so it's no wonder that, that all of this is playing out. So I'm going to give, um, this is a, like a two-minute clip here will trump give the neocons their war with iran this is just another little thing to think about here and it makes sense that iraq would look to iran as opposed to the united states considering those two countries actually share a border we hear president trump other republicans and democrats as well as the mainstream corporate media outlets describing Soleimani as a bad guy and claiming he killed countless Americans, what is your response to people who make these claims in order to justify the U.S.'s extrajudicial murder of a top Iranian official? Well, I think with very, very few exceptions, all politicians are bad guys in some way or the other. But as we started out saying, the American people are so mindlessly propagandized, they're the most propagandized people on earth. And you have these masses now who had no idea that there was a guy called, you know, Solomon who... Who, uh, who even existed two days ago, now they're experts on it. Right, just think about that. Masses of people that had no idea who the Soleimani guy is, and now all of a sudden, they're educated and they're experts because they believe whatever narrative they've been told. Uh, and again, it's very, very easy to fall into that mindset when, when you're only hearing that he's a devil straight from the pit of hell. And again, that doesn't mean I think this guy is little Bo Peep, by any stretch of the imagination, or that maybe he didn't commit atrocities. I, I, I haven't really, you know, I, I have only so much time. And yes, he does represent the Islamic Republic of Iran. So again, I'm not absolving him of anything that he may have done wicked or evil. But again, we have to look at the big picture here and, and try to really ferret out that and look at the facts. And that's why I'm doing all this at the beginning. So we have this understanding of what's really going on to tell us all about it but again i hate you know i hate to go back to this but larry johnson career cia officer he said the whole this whole idea that uh, that the quds forces and Soleiman himself were directly involved in telling the shia militias in iran uh to attack americans is absolutely never proven it's never been proven it's fake so this is the key. This is a key part of the propaganda that Americans are being told today. This guy killed a bunch of Americans. You know, the way the story would tell, he 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 personally went down to the U.S. embassy and started, you know, firing rockets into it. 
you know, and, and he, all the... He was invited there, actually, by the Trump administration to negotiate peace terms, and they used a Predator drone to kill him and the five guys that were with him. I mean, whoa. The, and that's why and that's why the Iraqi parliament voted us to get out of there because they don't want to be in, caught in the middle of this. Iraqi they're demonstrating in front of the embassy. They were all Iranians. It's just the most the most mindless and, and, and it seems that the more mindless the propaganda is, the more the American people just seem to lap it up. And um you know, there was a, there was another great So, we have that. I just wanted to kind of play that little clip there and then and then we have this. This is unbelievable. So this is entitled, What's Going On Here? They didn't expect us to examine this, so I'm going to play this video. This is unbelievable. Unbelievable. This is a short video, but I wanted to show you the propaganda war that's going on from two simple clips from two different sides of the left versus... Now, you're going to have to watch this to get the full impact. But this is one of the most leading stories right now I'm even seeing on some of the alternative news sites because... This is really causing, showing how the mainstream media, how corrupt and wicked it is. Political bread and circuses, WWE style smokescreen show. And keep something in mind, just as the Rothschilds found it highly profitable to fund both sides of many war efforts for well over a century, so the Zionist international bankers of today continue their profit-making formula by funding both sides of not only yes. military exploits, but also the exploitation of the mind through public relations, mass media propaganda campaigns. Let's start with the teleprompter reading corporate PR team over at Always Broadcasting Crap, aka ABC's coverage of the same group of people running down the street with the same Iraqi flag that you're going to see in the next clip. So the, the, they're showing the clip. I'll just describe it, and it's it's from um, ABC or whatever. Breaking overnight, top Iranian commander killed. U.S. airstrike takes out powerful leader. Let's hear their propagandized takeaway of this easy-to-manipulate footage. The U.S. and our allies on alert after that dramatic attack on Iran's top military commander. Yeah, and Iran's supreme leader is now vowing revenge for the U.S. operation that took out that man, General Qasem Soleimani. He was killed in a missile attack at the airport in Baghdad on Thursday. The U.S. saying he was responsible for the deaths of hundreds of Americans during the Iraq war, as well as those protests earlier this week at the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad, also warning that he was actively planning attacks on American diplomats and service members. And you can see thousands of his supporters taking to the streets protesting this morning. So the leftist liars of always broadcasting crap want you to believe that this is footage of thousands of Soleimani's supporters in Baghdad with an Iraqi flag taken to the streets to protest his death. On the other side of this banker-funded chessboard in this WWE geopolitical extravaganza, we have Mr. Lie, Cheat, and Steal, ex-CIA director and now Secretary of State mouthpiece Mike Pompeo, tweeting this about the same scene from an across-the-street camera angle. Iraqis, Iraqis, dancing in the street for freedom, thankful that General Soleimani is no more.
So the bankers use both sides, no doubt taking bets as they smoke their expensive cigars and drink their fine liquor, on which concocted story will be believed by more of the propagandized masses without raising questions about the blatant televised contradictions and inconsistencies. Even under Pompeo's own tweet, we can read the wide and varying views of the same footage. What? They are anti-American. This crowd was gathering in the center of Baghdad with portraits of Iranian leaders. Stop manipulating people's minds. On the other side of it, this guy says the Iraqi people are very happy with the killing of this terrorist. Thank you. This one says, thanks, and that was a great hunting. We as Iraqis looking to catch five more wild pigs. And then he lists those five. This one says, killing of General Soleimani will have far more consequences beyond your imagination. This will lead to a new armed resistance throughout the Middle East against American forces as well as American interests. And I like this one. Where does one suddenly find a large parade-sized Iraqi flag on short notice? Guys, mind control is in full swing because controlling the minds of masses of individuals is the vital step to securing global domination. And we already know who's behind it. So why don't we all get together and rise up against the Zionist international banking cartel? Like and share this. So he's showing the video side by side playing and, and one, one side saying, and again, the videos are... It's the same um, flag, it's the same people, but it's one is filming it from one side of the street and there's another one from the other. One of those is, is they're basically saying Pompeo put up a, a thing saying that they're dancing in the streets for freedom, thankful that General Soleimani is no more. And so Pompeo was saying these people are, are actually celebrating Soleimani's death, which I saw a lot of that narrative. Um, and then... Um, the actual MSM is saying these people are actually protesting Soleimani's death. So to even give you more clarification, the first set of announcers are saying that people are rejoicing, celebrating over the USA's murder of Iran's top general Soleimani, which is a lie. The second set of announcers correctly saying that people are mourning, protesting over the USA's murder of Iran's top general Soleimani. Both groups of announcers are using the same clip. I mean, this just shows you, I mean... They can't, they're, uh, so much of the time, I, I, I think what this boils down to is them just being flat out lazy and them thinking that you're not going to check into this. And I know it's hard when you're being flooded with information, but I posted a screenshot of that in the PDF for this date with the verbiage, okay? A lot of the verbiage that you just heard on the, on the video clip. So just if you want to have that, show it to your friends, it's right here, okay? But you really got to watch the clip in order to, to get the full impact, so continuing, now we're actually going to get into more um, just actually what's going on, okay? Uh, Iran has said, our response will shock America to its core. Millions took to the streets of Iran after Friday prayers uh, morning, the USA assassination of General Soleimani. Government spokesman said, our response will shock America to its core. So this is what they're saying. The following bullet point covers the immediate reactions to the U.S. attack, which killed the Iranian general, foreign oil companies are evacuating dozens of American employees from Basra, Iraq. U.S. State Department tells U.S. citizens to leave Iraq immediately. IRGC confirms four senior members and commanders were also killed 
um, that were accompanying Soleimani. I mentioned them earlier. Uh, the Ayatollah, the Khomeini guy, literally said at a national security meeting, I want a clear and decisive response, end of quote. Pentagon documents codenamed Theater Iran Near Term. Or also, the codename for that is Tyrant, T-I-R-A-N-N-T. Okay, Pentagon documents codenamed Theater Iran Near Term on how the U.S., could destroy Iran overnight with shock and awe is the war plan believed to be the blueprint to crush the country's power base within 24 hours has been on the Pentagon's drawing board for more than 10 years. Their biggest problem is, is they had to figure out how to goad Iran into actually attacking us. They haven't been able to do that up until now. I've told you they've, they've, they've devoted tons and tons and tons of time to this. I do believe they figured it out by this assassination of Soleimani, particularly because they lured the guy there, sounds like, and then killed him, I mean, in peace negotiations, and then killed him. So, again, if you're not familiar, see part one of this teaching. War plans were initially sketched in the planning for the Iraq War back in 2003. Um, there are more than 10,000 targets that the U.S. has in Iran. Um, Iraq's parliament is vows to eliminate the U.S. presence in Iraq. Deputy Parliament Speaker says they'll hold an emergency meeting and make a decisive decision that will put an end to the U.S. president inside of Iraq. That's already happened. We just documented that. Okay. Iran has warned Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates not to provide bases to the United States against Iran or they're going to be in the crosshairs. Okay, Saudi Arabia already is. There is a real danger the Iran war may expand to Saudi Arabia, United Arab, Arab, Arab Emirates, Dubai, Bahrain, Israel, which basically is going to bring into World War III. The statement of the Iranian Supreme National Security Council, quote, the response to the assassination of Major General Qasim Soleimani will cover the entire region. Iran's rep... And then goes on to say iran's revolutionary guards announced the installation of 16,000 ballistic missiles on its bases and will be ready to launch two targets now remember what we said earlier they don't believe any major launch is going to happen until Soleimani's body has been buried okay when that is i'm not 100 sure but uh i'm sure it's coming up very soon now again that doesn't mean i'm saying that's when it's going to happen i'm saying it could you know there's it's a likely thing there uh Looks like Iran is going to try and wipe out every U.S. base that may have missiles. Turkey has closed the Incirlik base and prevents American warplanes from entering and using its airspace. The commander of the Iranian Quds forces says, quote, be patient and see the dead bodies of the Americans across the Middle East, end of quote. Now remember, the Soleimani was the head of the Iranian Quds forces, I believe. At least... That was one of his titles. <clears throat> Iranian-backed uh, Katayib Hezbollah militia announced opening the door for volunteers wishing to carry out suicide attacks against U.S. forces in Iraq. Suicide, suicide fighters are hard to fight because, like we found out in World War II with the kamikazes and the Japanese, if you're willing to die in some type of bomb attack, that's a very, very hard attack to, um, hard attack to avert. Uh... Emim 
Imam Saeed al-Khamenei said, quote, From now on, Iran will have the right to shed the blood of any American figure in the world and respond in kind, especially resorting to the option of assassinations of American officials. End of quote. So this is what we're dealing with here. Okay. And again, as a watchman, I got to tell you what they're saying. I've never seen them this stirred up. Ever. Next report, urgent, Iran warns to keep a thousand meters away from different spots. Um, Iranian militias are requesting Iraqi forces to stay away from the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad, the green zone, by a thousand meters by this Sunday. That's today. Okay, Doesn't mean they're going to get hit today, but they have already started launching missiles at that base. Okay, That's already, you can go up even on Drudge and see that. That's going on real time now. Intelligence intercepts indicate a large missile barrage is likely to be launched from Iran proper against the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad, Iraq, destroying the entire embassy compound. An embassy is an actual sovereign territory of a country it represents. As such, an attack by Iran against the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad would be an actual attack against the United States of America themselves. This is the single most dangerous time in the world since the beginning of World War II. Yeah. And then they have an update. The Iranian war are warning... Two of the Iraqis about keeping at least a thousand meters away from our embassy in Baghdad has also been made. This thousand meter keeping a thousand meters away has also been made to countries where U.S. bases are situated. The warning is to keep a thousand meters away from all U.S. bases in the region now. The map below is a representation of where the U.S. bases are located, and I reposted the map here. And there's a lot of them, dozens of them in this. I mean. You know, Turkey, um, Iraq, Bahrain, Qatar, United Arab Emirates, Oman, Saudi Arabia, Afghanistan, Pakistan, Kyrgyzstan. So there's a lot of them. Another update. Iran's choice is going to be to wage an asymmetrical war. Tehran will settle for nothing less than the American withdrawal from the region. Which, again, you would have to, you would have to like, essentially annihilate all of these dozens of U.S. bases in order for us to withdraw from the region they're saying it's going to be total war unrestricted in terms of weapons used territory or combats involved or objects objectives pursued a war in which acceptable rules of wars for engagement are disregarded it's going to get real real dirty is what they're saying another update interesting piece of information if you go to abs ads b exchange whatever that is there are no as in zero U.S. military aircraft being shown airborne outside of CONUS. CONUS is continental United States. So all of a sudden, there's no U.S. military being shown airborne outside of CONUS. I doubt very much that no military planes are in the air outside of CONUS. So that would mean that the ones who are outside of CONUS have their ADS uh dash b squitter turned off in other and that's their tracking device evidently in other words not complying with international aviation flight rules the military has gone silent that is a the biggest indicator yet that we intend to strike they i mean if we have our planes up there they don't want to they don't want the enemy to know where our planes are in other words i mean if you're going to go to war that would make sense Another update, President Trump has invoked the War Powers Act in a classified notification to Congress. Now, again, I, I don't know if that actually happened, but that's what they're saying. 
uh, a comment regarding this report says this is it it is truly it my friend who was on air uh, who was an air force one pilot said that when the transponders are shut off on military aircraft while in flight it is two things it is one of two things either distress or covert action this is wild weasel time gents get ready and that's what i know hawk always uses that term wild weasel and it's going to go absolutely totally insanely order out of chaos you know crazy and then president donald trump tweeted uh yesterday and he said meaning he meaning soleimani the general that we invited invited for peace talks in iraq and killed he was already attacking our embassy and preparing for additional hits in other locations uh and, and again that's that's the world according to him iran has been nothing but problems for many years and again we've been trying to go them into war for many years let this serve as a warning that if iran strikes any americans or american assets we have targeted 52 iranian sites representing the 52 american hostages taken by iran many years ago uh some at very high level and important to iran meaning these targets and the iranian culture and those targets in iran itself will be hit very fast and very hard the usa wants no more threats so trump is is chomping at the bit it sounds like to get this going i mean he's not backing down they're not backing down you know I, unless god intervenes i don't see how this doesn't get going in a real bad way uh again not saying it has to be but i've i've never seen us closer uh, then another comment read, there's no proof that Soleimani did indeed attack the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad. Only the word of the two greatest liars in the administration, Trump and Pompeo. <laughs> yeah. But check Soleimani's timeline going back to December 28th. Then tell me he was in Baghdad attacking the U.S. Embassy. By the way, he was not. So that's just kind of more proof that Soleimani was actually set up. Okay, so continuing on. U.S. issues National Terrorism Advisory. This just happened yesterday. The United States government has issued a National Terrorism Advisory to all American citizens and others inside any of the 50 states. The official advisory is below. I'm not going to read you the whole thing, but um, they're basically, it says, the United States designated Iran as a state sponsor of terrorism in 1984, and since then Iran has actively engaged in or directed in an array of violent and deadly acts against the United States and its citizens globally. The United States designated Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard, a foreign terrorist organization, on April 15th, 2019, for its direct involvement in terrorist plotting. And then it gives the duration, the details <clears throat> regarding that. So both sides are ramping up rhetoric. Next report, Iran has Hezbollah sleeper cells in the U.S. ready to strike. Major U.S. cities ramp up security to prepare for potential Iranian-backed attacks. The threat posed by the Iran-backed Hezbollah sleeper cells embedded in major American cities, and they've been there, guys, for decades, and our government has let them come in, brought them in, and let them train at their compounds and left them alone. I've got into this in many of my recent reports. So the thing is, is all of this stuff our own government's complicit in. Our own government's let them come in, brought them in, is still bringing them in, and again, this is all by design on purpose to get us to the day when they're finally activated. And I think when we start to see, and I'm not saying it's going to 
happen in the next 24 to 48 hours. Whenever it does happen, though, um, when we start seeing the rockets firing from both directions and wholesale slaughter on both sides, and again, maybe it's just a matter of them getting Soleimani's body in the ground, I don't know. I think you're going to see the, the beginning of World War III there, and you're going to most likely see all these sleeper cells, these Islamic sleeper cells that have been embedded in America, making all their anthrax and making all their bioweapons and preparing all their suicide bombers and all the other different ways they're going to try to, to take the grid down and, and, and poison the water supplies. Um, you know, make sure you're prepped. Make sure you've got water you know in in some storable food i mean i've gotten into this that's a vast subject um and we're going to talk a little bit about that today but i've got i've done dedicated teachings on that before you can do keyword searches i'm going to give you some more resources in this particular study but um this is all the stuff they said they're going to do not me they and i mean they've been chomping at the bit for decades to finally 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 attack the great satan and the great Satan's brought them in. <laughs> and then they're going to have all the little United Nations troops waiting in the wings. All those Russian um, troops embedded in, in our society. The ones that are in the underground bases. The Chinese that are already in here in underground bases that have taken over the ports in um, California. All the stuff that I've been talking about going on on the, on the southern border. They're all going to be brought in here to be the peacekeepers, the blue hats. I, I see that probably is a potential way this all goes down. Hope I'm wrong, but it's all stuff I've got into extensively in previous studies. Doesn't mean God's not bigger than all of it. Doesn't mean God can't protect you. I'm just telling you this is most likely what their plans are going to be. So, um, the threat posed by Iranian-backed Hezbollah sleeper cells embedded in major American cities has once again come to the fore following the killing of Iran's Quds Force General Qasem Soleimani. Following last night's assassination of the Iranian military leader, and that was when this was written, I don't know, a few days ago, whatever, authorities in both Los Angeles and New York announced that they are ramping up security readiness for possible revenge attacks on U.S. soil. This is because Iran is known to have placed Hezbollah terrorist sleeper cells throughout not just Europe, but also the United States. And yes, we know I, where all of them are, but we do nothing about them. We just let them train to kill the infidel, and make their bioweapons, and we leave them alone like they're sovereign territory. Cops don't go there. Cops are told, leave them alone. They're given orders from higher-ups. Again, why? All by design, on purpose, because they're going to be used. They were going to be used at a later date, and that later date's most likely very much quickly approaching. I don't know, but <laughs> I can't see a better time to use them. If we start an all-out war with Iran, last year the criminal prosecution and conviction in the New York and Hezbollah operative Al Ali Karani revealed that the terror outfit had already plotted to attack U.S. interests inside the country and is ready to activate if it considers the existence of either Hezbollah or Iran to be at stake. Next report. Thousands chant death to America and hold signs vowing revenge at funeral of top Iranian general Soleimani after he was killed in U.S. airstrike. Uh, thousands of furious mourners packed the streets of Baghdad on Saturday for Soleimani's funeral. Iran's supreme leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei has vowed revenge in Jihad, which is their version of Muslim holy war, for the bitter loss of his general. They chanted death to America, and America is the great Satan as they walk beside the coffin of Soleimani. Okay. 
And these, I'm just giving you bits and pieces of extensive links that are talking about this. That if you want to know more about any of this stuff, just click on the, go into the PDF for um, this date, January 6, 2020. And um, I'm recording this on the 5th. And I'm going to try to get it up tonight, but I've got so much more to cover, it's going to take me a while, and, and I'm going to try to get it up as soon as I can, so you'll have it as quickly as possible. Um, and then we have this. This is the main, this has been the number one report on Drudge and elsewhere for the last ugh, couple days. First time in modern history, mosques in Iran raised the red flag of vengeance and war here's a picture of it okay red flag raised at mosque warning of severe battle to come will punish americans wherever they are for the first time in modern history mosques in iran have raised the red flag of doom i like that i like that name better it has a better ring the red flag of doom the flag of blood in severe battle ahead this is the first time in modern history the flags have been raised outside of a specific memorial day within islam the image above shows the flag being raised over the dome of jamakaran mosque in iran it's official wars coming between iran and the usa there is no doubt they they will attack us over the killing of their general qassam soleimani prepare that's what they're saying again i'm not much for date setting okay but i've never seen all of the necessary ingredients like i'm seeing now for war between iran and in the usa i've never seen that so the flag refers to the shia martyr hussein who was the grandson of the prophet meaning i guess muhammad who was beheaded along with his family and defeated at the battle of karbala it took five years to wreak vengeance on hussein's enemy yazid the flag means vengeance may take time but it will be inevitable and sure. Now, you have to understand also another thing about Iran. They believe Allah is on their side. Okay? And that's true. I guess it is true. I mean, you know, they bow down and, you know, pray to Allah, whatever, three days, three times a day toward Mecca. I mean, it's mass witchcraft, whatever they're doing that. I mean, when you pray to a devil, that's basically witchcraft. You've got millions of people on the earth participating in that witchcraft ritual every day and then all the other stuff they do it's a lot of witchcraft and um they believe that their coming awaited savior the imam mahdi okay will not come unless there is tons and tons of bloodshed um so for them They've wanted to get this show on the road from that standpoint, at least the more hardcore elements of Islam, for a long time. Because of this assassination of Soleimani, particularly the way it's played out, which is what we've described, that we lured him there, they feel like they have every right and justification now to come after America and all of America's interests in a more hardcore way than they ever have. They've raised this red flag of doom, and um, I wonder if they have like a purple flag of happiness, like when they're really happy. I don't know, just throwing that out there. But they've raised the red flag of doom. First time they've done it in modern history, outside of this one particular memorial date that they raise it. 
And they believe Allah is going to be on their side. Now, they also believe that there's going to be massive blood shed on both sides, both their side. It's not just going to be where they go in and they gloriously defeat their enemies. They believe it's going to be massive blood shed on their side, martyrs and all the other people dying. And then on the other side, on the infidel side as well. And that's in order to bring in their coming awaited me. Um, Israel believes that to a certain extent as well regarding their coming awaited Messiah, which will be the Antichrist. Okay, so there's a religious motivation as well. And remember, it's the Islamic Republic of Iran again. So bear all that in mind with all this. It's not like you could say, well, they have to be stupid to think they're going to beat the United States in some kind of protracted, what, what you know, but yeah, but what if Russia and China join in? And then it really becomes World War III. Because that's most likely, that's what really needs for it to happen in order for it to be World War III. Because if it's just us against Iran, well, that's not World War III. Okay? That's one country against another. But if you've got Europe and um, Israel already wants to, uh, Israel's already there, Saudi Arabia and America and Canada and our allies or whatever, jockeying into one position, and then you've got Iran china russia and their allies jockeying and then you've got world war three that hasn't happened yet but that's where the new world order needs to get this conflict to in order for it to turn into world war three okay so just some more history there as this situation deteriorates further it is now widely expected in intelligence circles that multiple and repeated terror attacks will be launched inside the united states now when that starts popping off i i, I think that that's i mean and those <laughs> the thing is is they're not even going to have to create that they i don't even think they're going to have to spin that at all because they're already here we've already given them permission to be here and to do all the garbage they've been doing for decades until they're finally green-lighted. So, from that standpoint, yeah, it may look like, um, as far as that goes, that, that the, the Trump administration has every right, duty, and obligation to annihilate them. We've, but the, the whole point is, is we've been trying to jockey them and coerce them and goad them and provoke them into that situation for at least 15 years. As I've stated. And as I've proven in previous studies, civilians are strongly advised to prepare. Here's a link for suggested preparation items. And you can click on that and it gets into a whole bunch of stuff that you can do in, in regarding then all my other teachings I've done on that subject. Okay, now, so let's go forward. Americans should leave immediately the following countries. And I have to just put this out there in case I have any listeners in these countries. Uh, Israel, Iraq, Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, Bahrain, Qatar. Qatar, I'm sorry. They call it Qatar. Some people call it Qatar. United Arab Emirates, or UAE, Turkey, Oman, Pakistan. Stop what you're doing, pack a bag, and go. Planes would be best, but if unavailable, take a land route. Um, Iran military forces are actively preparing more than 16,000 missiles for launch, presumably against U.S. military bases in the region. And then again, I, I repost the map of the military bases. Moreover, Israel is the number one target for the ferocious Iranian attack and sorry that was my email um israel is the number one target for the ferocious iranian attack and saudi arabia is viewed by iran as the second greatest enemy 
If Iran launches against U.S. bases in those countries, the people of those countries will blame the Americans. Something to think about. Yeah, true. Um, if the governments of those countries then go to war with Iran, the people of those countries will go berserk against the Americans. Hard to argue. Hard to argue. This is the spark that could set the whole region on fire. Given Soleimani was most Iran's most important, visible, and powerful military leader. A comment about this said, At this point, one has to wonder how many nuclear, chemical, and biological weapons have been brought into the U.S. from Mexico by Iranian sleeper cells, which are no doubt going to be activated very soon. Yeah, could be. But the thing is, is they, they don't even have to bring, well, maybe a nuke, maybe like a dirty nuke, like a suitcase, but normally we can track those on silence. But again, that wouldn't matter because our wicked government, the factions of our wicked government, would let those, if, if it was their will, it'd let them right in. You know, just like they let these sleeper cells do whatever they want to do and have their own little bases and compounds out in the woods and stuff and let them train there. And they're making chemical and biological agents in those enclaves on American soil and have been for decades. Can you imagine how much they've got stockpiled? Whew. So I say, man, when this stuff, when this goes off, when this really goes in earnest, when you have maximum shock and awe, whew, order out of chaos, uh, I think, you know, again, my, I'm alternative to me, they're probably gonna shut, they're gonna hit that internet kill switch. They're gonna start to control the narrative and from that point forward, you're, you're going to be, you know, reliant on the information you've been shown over all these years. If you've been my listener and, and listening to other people in alternative media, and you're going to, you know, just have to lock in totally to God, which we should be doing anyway, and, and um, listen to his voice and pray and fast and do whatever you can do in order to get your marching orders, in order to whatever God wants you to do. And that could be very quick, quickly coming. Civilian war preps recommendations. And again, I kind of covered this, but said a little more about this. Iran's ambassador to the United Nations uh, said, a response to military action is military action. So here we go. If war breaks out in Iran, it will not be like other wars. We will likely be attacked here in America by the cells sent over by Iran. Those cells will likely attack population centers, transit hubs, bus, air, train, highway bridges, railroad bridges, oil and gas pipelines, public water supplies, yeah, and such. One of those, in like New York, they have a compound that literally is like right near one of like the largest lakes that feeds like New York City or something or one of those areas. And there's, there's an Islamic compound like within, I don't even, some short distance where they can walk through the woods and literally just, you know, dump whatever of the poisons into the, into the water supply. I mean... Talk about insanity for our government to let that happen. Says you have to be ready and prepare for such things. Below are ways you can prepare. Every household really should have emergency supplies to tough it out on your own for a while. Some folks will have more ability to stock than others due to finances. Whatever your situation, this page will point you in directions you may not have thought about and you may and may help you to prepare. You cannot rely on government. I'll give you the link there. So you have that. I'm not going to get into all that stuff. It's, it's a whole other study, and I've covered that stuff before. Um, next report. Something huge about Soleimani's assassination, uh, the MSM won't tell you. So 
while Trump's reading his banker created an approved script, let me just say that past administrations like this one have taken full advantage of playing the three Hegelian dialectic cards of problem, reaction, solution. They create or manufacture a problem, which they did. They lure the guy to, to, to Iraq and blow him and four of his main leaders up. They lure him under the guise of peace negotiations. Underhanded garbage, man. Oof. They create or manufacture the problem. They wait for the fear-based reaction of the petrified masses and then provide the wealth-building, power-grabbing, freedom-snatching solutions of the synagogue of Satan, Zionist banking elite. Yeah, pretty much. So let's go ahead and listen to this uh, short video here that gets into that in greater detail. In one form or another, in one shade or another, everyone is dutifully reading their lines and involving themselves in their own weapons of mass destruction moment you remember that the and he's showing pictures of like congress and the senate and these types of people and again the theater that's playing out before us the intelligence community in the early 2000s were convinced that evil dictator Saddam Hussein was plotting to use weapons of mass destruction to unleash terrorism on the planet. Which was a total lie. So we had to go in there in order to protect democracy. And we had to spread a little democracy of our own while we were there for a long, long time. Fake stream media incessantly try to convince us that there was an evil in the world that the U.S. military had to stamp out. And you remember the Gulf of Tonkin? It was the spark that started the long, raging, costly, and deadly fires of Vietnam. And it turns out that no Vietnamese torpedo boats even came close to harming the USS Maddox. It was all made up to justify foreign intervention on behalf of the bankers. And what about Operation Northwoods, also known as the Cuba Project, where JFK's Joint Chiefs under Nemitzer planned staged attacks in order to justify military intervention in Cuba? Guys, I could go on and on. But the point is, while we don't know specifics about what's actually going on with the Soleimani attacks, there are a couple things we absolutely do know. All wars are bankers' wars. Mainstream fake-stream media has been controlled by the Operation Mockingbird actors of the CIA for decades and is being used as a war machine propaganda outlet. And every administration since at least 1913 has been and is being used by the Zionist international bankers to expand Israeli dominance in the Middle East as they seek to enlarge their scope of supreme power. And speaking of the CIA and how they actually operate in the real world, listen to this and tell me you're going to continue to believe anything that comes out of the mouth of the Secretary of State or the President or any congressional psychopath or fake stream media ever. When I was a cadet, what's the first, what's the cadet motto? This is Pompeo. This is the main guy right now that's dealing with, with the whole, um, in Trump's cabinet, that's dealing with the whole um iranian situation and this is him this is him talking um let me just back this up so you can hear it media ever when i was a cadet what's the first what's the cadet motto at west point you will not lie cheat or steal or tolerate those who do mm. I, I i was the cia director we lied we cheated we steal and stole no, that's i mean that's what they do he was the cia director pompeo they lie they cheat they steal just like trump and 
you know, he's joking about it. It's not a joking matter, but he's joking about it. Like, you know, I can't do that. I mean, that's what I do. Like, we, we, had, we, had, entire, we had entire training courses. Uh, it, uh, it, it, it reminds you of the, uh, uh, the glory of the American experiment. We caught him and we stopped him. And it's a good thing for the world. Uh, he was traveling the region. So uh, now it shows Pompeo talking about that we stopped him and he was traveling the world causing all of this havoc regarding Soleimani. But yet he just, he just admitted before he lies, he cheats, he steals and as a matter of course, just like Trump does. But now all of a sudden we're supposed to believe him when it comes to Soleimani. And he landed in Baghdad, uh, the travels before that. put him yeah, He landed in Baghdad because we invited him there for peace negotiations and then we killed him. This is all around the region which were uh, aimed solely at building out what they were referring to as the big attack. Uh, they were aiming to take down uh, significant amounts of Americans that would have undoubtedly killed locals too, Iraqis, Lebanese, Syrians. Most likely all total lies. I mean, he, he went there for peace negotiations. Perhaps people all throughout the region. Uh, this was an attack that would have been at some scale. Uh, we can't talk much about the details, but suffice it to say the American people can know that uh, the decision that President Trump made to take Qasem Soleimani down saved American lives. I, I, I was the CIA director. We lied, we cheated, we steal, stole. It's like we, we, had, we, had entire, we had entire training courses. Please take a second to like and share this. <laughs> So I, I wanted you just to see that as well. I, I really want you to understand the narrative here and not get too far away from who we're dealing with here and uh, what's going on. Next report. If the Iranian situation becomes a global war, that would not be good for the USA at all. Um, and uh, this, is a, this is a comment on the... Uh, that Steve Quayle get he gets comments from people. This is one of the comments on the on the Q things there. Now, that has nothing to do with Q, um, the whole Q movement. Okay, that's the Quayle for Steve Quayle. Um, it says China is ramping up over the Iran issue as well. This tells us that this is this regional war could easily become a global war. Well, that's the ultimate plan because right now it's not anywhere near where it would need to be. Um. For it to be World War III, obviously. China and Russia have naval assets in the area already. And suddenly more Chinese ships are heading to the Iran area. Also, not directly China related, but related to Iran. Russia is moving two batteries of hypersonic missiles to northern Iran. Now, those are the missiles that supposedly we would have no way to defend against because they go like 20,000 miles an hour. Okay. Um, and it says more in this later data comes in. If the situation becomes a global war, that would not be good for the USA at all. The country is so unprepared spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically. Yeah. And then this. Islamic group is thrilled about US governors approving more Islamic savage refugees. This just broke. Islamic organizations say they are thrilled about nearly 40 state governors, including 17 Republicans are approving more refugee, more Islamic refugee resettlement for their states thus far. And the Islamic organizations are thrilled. Why would you do this unless you were just trying to totally destroy this country from within? Knowing we're attacking Islamic caliphates and that their own Quran tells them to kill, slay, and behead the infidel and refers to, and they refer to us as the great Satan. Why would you bring these savages in? And they bring the most radical 
radicalized versions. They don't typically bring in peaceful Muslims. I'm not saying they don't, none of them are whatever, but the peaceful Muslims are, are either going to get with the program real quick when um, stuff starts going down, or they were acting as a beachhead, a um, Trojan horse all along to present the facade of nice Islam. And that's one of the, the planes of deception that Islam operates under. Anyway, after Republican Governor Larry Hogan announced that he would accept refugees in the state of Maryland, the Islamic Circle of North American Relief USA and the Council on American Islamic Relations, or CARE, applauded the decision says, we are thrilled with the decision, said the director of CARE, Maryland Outreach. CARE has been declared as a terrorist organization by the United Arab Emirates and was named by federal prosecutors as an unindicted co-conspirator in the Hamas-funded operation. CARE has repeatedly defended suspected terrorists. And again, why are these organizations on U.S. shores at all? Why are they allowed to exist? Why are we, why are we allowing congresswomen like Ilhan Omar and these others to start taking over Congress? These Muslim witch congresswomen that are coming in, taking over, which have, you know, you're looking into their background at all, and they're all a bunch of degenerate devils. As Breitbart reported, there are now 17 Republican governors who have approved more refugee resettlements in their states, including Tennessee's Bill Lee, Iowa, Iowa's Kim Reynolds, Indiana's Eric Holcomb, South Dakota's Christy Noam. Refugee contractors have a vested interest in making sure as many refugees are resettled across America as possible because their annual federally funded budgets are contingent on the number of Islamic refugees they resettle. This isn't this hasn't gone away. I talked a lot about this under Obama, but this hasn't gone away. Okay? Those refugee contractors include so here here here's the refugee contractors that are directly profiting off them resettling more Islamic savages. Okay, here they are. Church World Service, Ethiopian Community Development Council, the Episcopal Migration Ministries, the Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society, the International Rescue Committee, the U.S. Committee for Refugees and Immigrants, the Lutheran Immigration and Refugee Services, the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops, and World Relief Corporation. And again, you, you saw the Christian veneer of a lot of them. And that's how they bring them in under this guise of some kind of Christian humanitarian. We're literally, you know, we're bringing in the instruments of our destruction. The federally mandated refugee program has brought in more than 718,000 primarily Islamic savage refugees to the U.S. since January of 2008 a group larger than the entire state population of Wyoming, which has 577,000 residents. In the last decade, about 73,000 refugees have been resettled in California. 71,500 resettled in Texas, nearly 43,000 resettled in New York, and more than 36,000 resettled in Michigan. Refugee resettlement costs the American taxpayer nearly $9 billion every five years, according to the latest research. And that's just the Muslims. That's not including all the illegal aliens pouring in over the border. Thank you, President Trump. 
Over the course of five years, an estimated 16% of all refugees admitted they will need housing assistance paid for by taxpayers. Most of them are extremely lazy. They want to just totally um, suck all the resources that they can suck out of America. And meanwhile, our own, a lot of our own population starves and are on the streets as homeless. And our homeless vet and our veterans are treated like garbage and our own indigenous population is thrown to the curb. So that's the that's the world that we find ourselves in world okay here's another one that was sent to steve quayle worldwide rush preparing for the buildup of world war three and the appearance of all antichrist the antichrist man of peace now this is evidently somebody that he knows that sends him information um all available data globally here's what is known in the united states all recon planes ships and subs are hard at work all drones, which are not busy flying overseas, are doing close-in mapping work all over the USA. That's what they're doing in Colorado, where they're seeing fleets of gigantic drones fly over those areas that are that are were um, wanted to secede from Colorado and were very very pro-conservative and voted very very pro-conservative in the last election. These drones are busy flying, are doing close-in mapping work all over the United States, beginning in three key states and fanning out from there. Colorado is one of the three key states. Drones of all types are being manufactured 24-7. All craft of any sort to be used for war are being hurried up and running 24-7. In Russia, what do we know? Building and deploying hardware as fast as they can make it, even if smaller but very efficient military budget. They're also building hypersonic nuclear missiles for deployment, which we talked about earlier. Uh, new nuclear subs with special abilities hurried into service. Bombers being rapidly upgraded and dispatched worldwide for rapid attack. Submarines parked off the west coast and east coast of America, I'm assuming, and the Gulf Coast. One, 1 1.5 to 2 minutes from launch to target. So, again, if Russia launched those, they'd only be 1.5 to 2 minutes from targeting from target you know hey you know listen if 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 you know that happens and you're a christian absent from the bodies to be present with the lord and i'm not saying god can even protect you from a nuke because i totally believe that i'm just saying you know if it, it again i'm not saying this to bring this fear fear of man i mean if you're with jesus it's much better you know you're not gonna have to worry about any of this garbage that i'm talking about on a week-to-week -week basis at that point but again, I'm not, I don't want to also say that to say, well, we're all going to die and just give up. I'm not saying that at all. Let's have biblical balance and, you know, the fear of man bringeth a snare. But this is what the intel is indicating. Uh, let's see. Not enough time to evacuate anything or get to the White House shelter below the White House, etc. and so on. In Europe, what's going on? While they whine, they are hard at it, building all types of weapons as rapidly as they can. They are planning to need to be able to defend themselves. China, while they lag, they are putting Chinese muscle into the hurry up act, hurry up and act mode. They are building up ships as rapidly as possible and diesel electrical subs as well. They're making guns and ammo 24-7, no breaks. It is also in interesting to note that there's a huge activity in South China Sea and just off the coast of Israel. And also in the Middle East, spies and spy stuff all working overtime as well as ho on holidays. All the areas mentioned are have uh, trillions of barrels of oil found and mapped out but not yet drilled. Funny how oil is the excuse for war, but the truth is far more sinister. 
Uh, Steve Quayle says the truth is the destruction of a large amount of mankind in a fake battle of Armageddon to bring in the man of peace. No, that's, yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know if they're going to try to do a fake battle of Armageddon, but yeah, it's, this is all about bringing in, you know, the Antichrist. I think uh, leading up to that, at least. Uh, the Antichrist who will be worshipped by the world as God leading up to the battle of Armageddon and then return of Jesus Christ. Okay, so another comment by, I think it's the same guy. Uh, he says, pending power grid attack. Uh, background chatter increasing on one potential scenario. That's been talked about, written about, and yet everything in our plugged-in world ceases with three letters, and that is EMP. He says, hello, Steve. Putin does not want war in his backyard. Putin advised against killing the number two man, Soleimani, in Iran because he understood the cultural rules and issues. It is likely, 85% likely now, that there will be a major cyber or EMP attack on the U.S. mainland power grid and power generation facilities, all of which are unguarded and have been since the time they were installed. Yeah, that's true. To be blunt about the USA, leadership said that cyber attacks or an EMP would not be possible. Um, however, 40 plus years ago, they were warned, yet the modern leaders not caring about the threat say it is hogwash. And it's not hogwash. All they have to do is detonate, you know, nuclear, nuclear type weapons above the USA, and that's going to create, you know, an EMP, and it's going to fry the electronics. They're about to find out how real it is. With no power, the phones will fail, internet fails, fuel pumping fails, no food, no water, depends on energy to the pump, and the hospitals and emergency services will go offline. Then illness will spread, killing millions. Could you imagine if they released the plague during that time or something? There's a bola thing. War is won in, a, in 11 minutes. I guess they're saying that's how, I don't know, how long it would take to fully do the EMP thing. I, I'm assuming that's what they mean. Even if the final end takes longer. Both EMP and cyber attacks would take decades to recover from, provided there was power to operate the factories and machines to replace the ruined things. Brutally simple and not hard to do. As, de as defense is impossible as long as you depend on the network. God bless all who read and heed this document. Steve Quayle says, this scenario against the West explains President Putin's decision to segregate and disconnect Russia's internet services and infrastructure from the World Wide Web, which he did, I think, this last Monday. I didn't even report on that. I know Marfugel News reported on that. He knows what's coming to you. So they've. that's why Russia did that. Okay, here's another comment. Um, I guess... Uh, from Steve Quell, from from a doctor, my scientist friend, who even is now confined to a wheelchair from a previous assassination attempt, who has the data to back up this alert, the great increase worldwide of earthquakes, volcanoes, and terrible storms. I will begin this document by telling you that we are in a time of the new normal. This means that your life as you know it is to be now to be totally changed and shaken up. Since the reasons for this are supernatural instead of natural, well, the... They're supernatural, but it's going to lead to a lot of physical, tangible things. So uh, this means that your life, as you know, it is about to be totally shake, shaken up and changed. Since the reasons for this are supernatural and so natural, there is only one Savior that you can turn to, and this is Jesus, the only begotten Son of the Father. Amen. I will now explain some of the events that are happening and what more will be coming from a science point of view as from God's view. First of all, any that read this document know that the whole west coast of North America, from Canada to Mexico, is under threat of some big event. Events, really. 
as scientist who has read personally all the raw information as well as the computed results and the reports, I will tell you that it is more than just a threat. It is a 100% certainty that there will be massive changes on the West Coast in the very near future. We've talked a lot about this in recent teachings. I will also tell you directly that the only way to delay the series of events is to get on your knees and beg God for God's mercy regarding your sins and his judgment on North America. I will also tell you that very soon, even if we beg God's mercy, that Jesus himself will be our only protection and that what is coming, because the Bible has been very direct about the judgment and tribulation which is now coming. The things that you will see and experience will be like this. Earthquakes of a magnitude of 7.5 will be very common. And there will be several quakes at 9.8 or higher. And again, I don't like this type of precise prognostications. Because if it doesn't happen, then you look stupid. But this is what he's saying. And yeah, I've read a lot of stuff that would indicate this is very, very true. Uh, so I'm going to say it. But bear in mind, you know, he's acting like he's an oracle or a prophetic mouthpiece of God, and I'm not going to go that far. But I do think what he's saying has merit, uh, and maybe it'll all come to pass. I don't know. Uh, there will be several quakes of 9.8 or higher that will rip open the earth, and volcanoes will happen where um, volcanoes were not even at before. There will be tearing and ripping of the earth of the earth's crust which will cause some things on the bottom of the ocean to come to the surface and things on land will now sink to the bottom of the ocean. There will be a total removal of all your freedoms and rights you now think you are entitled to. The truth is that USA, the USA, all freedoms have been stripped away from the people and the constitution has been gutted. Uh, and I, I think from, yeah, when they're saying that we became like a the USA Inc. Corporation back in, I don't know, it was 1933 and Trump's the CEO of the corporation and that the constitution's kind of a facade from that standpoint. I think that's the, that, I think that's the angle he's talking about here. Uh, going further, there will be, uh, there will be storms like you've never seen before. And you will see hail that is enormous as well as tornadoes, hurricanes, and blizzards of strength you have never seen before. If all these things I've said, you sound terrible, be warned. There will be much, much worse things. Oh, good, good, good. How could you get much worse than what he just described? You know, I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, you know, so again, I, I don't like this total, we're going to die and we're going to die now fear mongering and, you know. Um, because th what kind of mindset does that engender? The fear of man bringeth a snare. And God hath not given us a spirit of fear. Okay? So, I, I try to really temper things with, with interjecting a lot of Bible in there with this type of stuff whenever I can. Um, then he says, it will be so terrible that most people will be totally weeping and begging for mercy and a savior. Well, yeah, yeah, okay. Be sure you choose the correct savior, Jesus Christ. Well, I, I agree, totally agree. Um, and then this is another one, the famine in the land for the power of God in the lives of his followers is living proof of the following mega churches, evil fruit harvest, prosperity preachers, both male and female, you know them, they all need to go home. You're not only a threat to your eternal destiny, but a clear and present threat and danger to our nation. Instead of preaching the gospel of denial of self service to God, not loving his world, having our hope in the coming age, they tell you, you can have your best life now. Oh, Joel Osteen. Uh, they do not proclaim God's values on same-sex marriage, divorce, holiness, righteousness, values that build the family and the nation. The values they teach bring depression, self-centeredness, emptiness, lust, a focus on the world, and things that are temporal. As a result, people forsake the values 
that brings life, stability, and promotes strong families and nations. Today, we have the most stuff of any nation has ever had. More entertainment, more food, more conveniences. You can travel as never before. We can be educated as never before. And yet our country's suicide rate has doubled in the last 10 years. Drug, drug use like never before. And yet our country's suicide rate has doubled in the last 10 years. Um, oh, sorry, that was a repeat. I'm sorry. Drug addiction is pandemic. One in eight Americans are alcoholics. Divorce is rampant. Birth rates are declining. We murder 4 million babies a year in abortion. And, and again, that's probably a lot higher with all the other ways that you can abortions can occur we accept gross perversion we no longer protect our heritage and culture we are dying these are false teachers are evil to the core and it will and it will cost them their soul they they leave a train wreck behind them that's from robert griswold he's the guy that has the the survival uh company that uh, dave hodges interviews a lot uh and then another one. Oh man this is unbelievable colorado drone alert california and virginia are also being scanned. Oh, is that the other two states? California and Virginia? Oh, well, that would make sense. So they're flying these six-footer drones over Colorado, California, and Virginia. Well, think about what's going on in Virginia with the gun comp. We're going to talk about that extensively. I just had to get to the World War III stuff first. They're being scanned on purpose and revealed by the insider by an insider to people in the area and those controlling them it says dear steve we live in yuma county colorado a farm near the town of ray and it goes on to say on christmas morning my wife and i called our oldest son and uh, in the course of our conversation i mentioned to him about the large drones being seen in yuma and phillips county and now yes even in washington and lincoln counties and this is in colorado remember i got into this extensively i believe it was in the last teaching I mentioned how you and Dave were both reporting on them. He was interested as he follows your site as well. He called me back on the evening of 1226. His landlord is a retired federal law enforcement who was employed by the BLM. He told my son about the drones and said he would check into it as he had a couple of close friends. Now remember, the government's denying any knowledge of this. They don't know what these drones are. <coughs> Excuse me. They're flying sometimes. They're flying sometimes 30 abreast scanning large swaths of of land six foot drones flying you know hundreds of feet off the ground the government said we don't know what they are air force doesn't know none of the no, none of the government knows when they're just they're clueless but don't shoot them down because you might go to jail because if you do you're probably going to go to jail for a long time we don't know what they are we know who they are they could be russians they could be chinese north korean who knows but um don't you dare shoot them down even though we don't know what they are because you will go to jail Oh, okay, I believe that story. So let me read that last line again. <clears throat> this is regarding his son. Um, the son he's talking about here. His landlord is a retired federal <clears throat> law enforcement officer who was employed by the BLM. He told my son about the drones and said he would check into it as he had a couple of close friends and they were still active, federal Leos, but I don't know the agency. This is what they told him as relayed back to my son. The drones are Department of Homeland Security. So again, they're just totally lying. I mean, we, we knew that they were government all along, some type of branch of our government. But they act like, we don't know who they are, what they are, we're just dumb. No, they're Department of Homeland Security, and yes, they are looking for guns, but more specifically, large caches of weapons that may be stored underground. The drones have the technology to detect metal piping as well as hollow spaces underground 
underground, such as cellars, bunkers, etc. Interesting because the gun is basically a metal pipe. <clears throat> so as I understand, they're looking for cellars and bunkers with large caches of weapons. Now, this is where it gets weird. They stated that this was being done in preparation for an event or events that would cause the capital to be moved. Now, this is what the law enforcement guy's saying. This, they're, again, let me read this last sentence again. They stated this was being done in preparation for an event or events that would cause the capital be, to be moved from Washington, D.C. to Denver, which is what I've been saying for years. The capital of the coming New World Order for the North American Union, which is going to be Mexico, Canada, and, and America. It's going to be one of the ten regions that the Bible talks about in the book of Revelation. And I believe, you know, um, Daniel would make reference to that. The capital of that is going to be Denver. It's been playing that way for a long time. What does that mean? That means they got to get rid of Washington, D.C. And if we go to World War III... And let's say they get nuked or something by either Russia or maybe some Muslim false flag sleeper cell. They bring in some suitcase nuke or several of them and they nuke Washington, D.C. Well, that'll be the excuse to move it there. Can you imagine? This is all stuff I've been talking about for, you know, over, well over, you know, almost 15 years, at least in the audios. I mean, and before that, it was the newsletter list. It's all coming together. It's all coming together. This is what their plans are. Now, again, uh, whether uh, God's in control, but this is what the New World Order plans are. Then it goes on to say, but I have no idea what that event would be. Nuclear attacks, civil war, tsunami, invasion. Tsunami? I, I don't think a tsunami is going to get that far inland. I think it would be most likely a nuclear attack. <clears throat> On Washington, D.C. Guaranteed, if this country gets hit, hit with nukes, Denver's probably not going to get hit with a nuke. That's going to be off limits. Because, again, I believe that they're following their scripts. I realize this is a third-party info, so make of it what you will. I personally have not seen these drones, but I am but I am an early-to-bed kind of guy. Well, listen, they're, they're flying. There's all kind of dozen, uh, dozens and dozens of eyewitness accounts. People are freaking out, going back to their sheriffs and say, what's going on here? <clears throat> and, and the sheriffs are, you know, they don't know. Supposedly. I do know of a lady who lives, lives in a county near the tiny town of Laird, Colorado, very near to me, who was awakened by one of these drones looking into her living room window. And one of my coworkers tells me she has pictures of it on her cell phone. Anyway, that is all I have. Feel free to relay this information uh, to Dave Hodges if you see fit. I just checked the, uh, the Q alerts again. And there's three more up there. <clears throat> one of them says, um, The test for the Iran Iranian revenge cyber attacks have already begun on the East Coast, the West Coast, and the Midwest. Probe points were all over the power grid. Cyber attack tests already beginning. Khomeini's comments are now more meaningful. So again, they've they've already openly admitted that they've tried to attack the um, the probing into the power grids. They're they're going into the monetary systems. And again, this could be the thing that the excuse that is used to blame Iran on taking down our power grid, on 
taking down our monetary system. It could be all blamed because they all the New World Order always wants to have a scapegoat and a, and a fall guy and, and somebody to point the finger at. So we're giving them every reason to do that because we're trying to provoke them every way we can. Okay, now I wasn't going to add this in at this point, but this was another breaking Q alert. And then there's another thing on <clears throat> precious metals that I plan on not covering today that I'm going to cover now. I'm just going to add it in here. It's not going to be a lot of extra time, but <clears throat> I feel like I should at least mention this, okay? Because, you know, this this is an important subject as well. Uh, it's from Steve Quayle, the um, <clears throat> precious metal market and what and what's the shot heard around the world indicates for gold and silver market um, what it means for their availability. Steve Quayle says, my main concern being in the precious metal markets over the last four decades has been what I call the market in the doomsday panic mode. I define it as the period of time when geopolitical events would turn into panic mode as gold and silver would turn to panic in the gold and silver markets, which has now arrived in my opinion. As people who have been waiting for the best entry point to acquire metals must see what is happening now and on the eve of unfolding retribution and payback in the world of the petrodollar, <clears throat> the cyber attack on the Federal Reserve website by Iran attributed to the Iranians was a clear signal on their intent to initiate a shutdown of the U.S. dollar market and initiate chaos and upheaval for the West financial institutions and markets. So understand that could be a big, you know, a big factor in the coming days. <clears throat> Obviously, uh, Iranians Khomeini's threat on darkness coming is a veiled threat of cyber attacks on our electrical grid, communications and distribution resulting in empty shelves when all goes dark i, I agree with what he's saying here I, I do i don't always agree with steve quay about everything but i i can't argue and it it confirms everything that i just covered as well okay um i have clients waiting for the markets to open this evening to place their last purchases as the following weeks will be problematic at best panicked at worst I advise all people to only buy metals after all their other prep needs are taken care of. And you should not use emergency cash. Those on limited income should buy canned food, bags of rice, and other staples, not precious metals. I appreciate him saying that, you know, because that would be the more, the, obviously, food and water would be a higher need than having precious metals. And then there's other, there's other things, too, that the link got into that I posted earlier about Things you might want to need in, in the event of um, what's coming in a biological attack as well. So, again, I've been talking about this stuff for years, though. And, and um, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that most of my listeners are, are ready for this. But I also realize I would have new listeners come in and, you know, this may be the first time they're hearing this. And it's just, can you imagine if this is the first teaching you'd ever heard of mine? I, I literally don't ever remember a teaching I have ever done ever in the history of this ministry that is covering more serious issues more impending serious issues than this teaching this may be the most important teaching from a warning standpoint i've ever done i don't ever remember covering information this insane and this heavy duty ever so um if you're if, the, if this is the first time you're hearing this i i feel sorry for you um take it to the lord in prayer uh but um and, and I would say, if you're going to try to get precious metals, if at all possible, go to somebody locally. 
where there's no paper trail that's created and buy junk silver and and um those types of coins that have no numismatic value meaning they're not oh it's a nice uh, 1963 proof quarter. It, nobody's ever touched it. It's proof. It's it's you don't want that because nobody is going to care about that in a bartering situation. It's going to be whatever the amount of silver in there is all that's going to matter. And junk silver is by far the best way to go if you want the most bang for the buck. And it's also because you can buy junk dimes and war nickels that have some silver in them. And um, <clears throat> look that up if you don't know what those are. And um, what they call junk quarters and half dollars and silver dollars uh with like 90 percent silver uh number one those are much less likely to be counterfeited because that is a problem now and number two there's small enough donate uh, denominations that you can use those for barter a lot better because you can actually make change with those if all you ever had was one ounce rounds of gold it's gonna be tough to buy a loaf of bread you know so i like junk silver and buying locally where no paper trails created sometimes flea markets are the best way to go local local guys that deal with precious metals but no paper trails key i would say i'm just telling you that's my advice you know i don't like buying online and all that other stuff where paper trails created and guaranteed they know what you got where you got it probably or maybe not where you got it but you know they know you got it <clears throat> uh then he says uh the fact that russia can decouple from the world wide web with a flip of the switch and go strictly intranet instead of internet within their own boundaries says it all on what's coming i just talked about that okay so then we have this and i added this in just now the lie that silver and gold prices reflect what metals are actually worth versus what the markets have been totally rigged since the 1970s at least 40 years of false crooked prices number one is the silver market rigged answer yes every day in every trade the silver market is controlled and has been for at least 40 years nobody knows the true fair market value of silver anymore so all the prices of silver are currently totally irrelevant yes silver should be at least two three hundred bucks an ounce okay even if you look at its historical relationship of gold, gold's prices are suppressed, silver prices are, are suppressed. They're they're manipulated by the Rothschilds, who literally decide the price of gold and silver at the end of every day, in um, the city of London. Okay, so then it says, how is it done? The silver market rigging is accomplished by running a computer market trading programs to steer the price of silver up and down, flushing out weak hands on the price slams and covering short positions that were previously put into place to cap the rising price. These silver trades have little to do with physical silver, but everything to do with paper derivatives of silver. And again, if you've got paper, like, oh, I've got a gold certificate, I've got silver, that's worth nothing. They're going to be worth nothing when the grid goes down it you have to have it in your hands physically okay uh so this is how they manipulate is through paper derivatives of silver and again this is just as true for gold what we're saying about silver there's no floor or limit on to where the controllers can place the, the price of silver okay then why are they doing it um to save the unbacked fiat monetary system yes unbacked by gold or silver Unless you control the prices of all commodities, especially the monetary metals, an unbacked paper or electronic monetary system will fail in rapid fashion. 
As such, when the U.S. went off the gold standard totally in the 1970s, Alan Greenspan wrote and implemented the original computer market rigging models to prolong the acceptance of unbacked fiat money. This was the implementation of the 1960s economic policy called On the Road to the Golden Age by Bertrand Nasland, which dealt with the Nobel Prize winner E. Phelps' Golden Rule Theory of equal capital accumulation. The ultimate conclusion of this theory was to print as much unbacked currency, meaning fiat fake currency, as possible for as long as possible to reap all the rewards before returning to the discipline of the gold standard. And there's a lot of indicators that say once they collapse the dollar and the fiat currencies of the world that they're gonna actually come back online, the countries are gonna come back online with gold-backed currencies. There's a lot to indicate that. Okay, so again, I don't have a crystal ball. I'm telling you what I've heard, and that confirms a lot of what we've reported in the past. Now, I'm going to go back now to the Colorado thing because we mentioned the thing about Colorado, um, and, and we're just going to kind of go from there. So this is a very short video here. We're going to listen to... Oh, hold on. I'm over on time. I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to stop part two here, and we will go to part three next. <laughs> 